0: Welcome to Ohanga. My name is Tatum and I'm going to be talking with Tony. Hi Tatum, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of Ohanga. Yeah, thank you for being here. Alright, so let's just jump into it. What kind of art do you do?
1: I make cold process soap. Um, Cold process is a method that is very old. Um, and it's used combining um, lye, sodium, sodium hydroxide, and your choice of butters and oils. Um, some people will use lard. Um, I don't because I make vegan soap. Um, and when uh, you combine uh, those things, they cause a chemical reaction um, called saponification and that's um, what is turns it into the soap and then, Um, I cure my soap for four to six weeks, um, which is uh, then turns the soap so that the makes the soap pH is really um, perfect. It takes that long for that to happen. Wow,
0: sounds like a long process, but that's super interesting. Um, And how did you get involved with art? Was it something you kind of were into as a child
1: or no it's funny i never really thought of myself as an artist um when my i have four children and when my youngest went off to college i had a little more time on my hands so i decided to take one soaping class and um the woman taught us you know all the basics because using lye can be dangerous you have to wear goggles and really protect yourself and i just made this one plain soap no color one scent and they even like we put it in a tupperware (laughs) To, for, you know, as the mold, um, but I really loved it. And once it was cured, I started using it. And my husband and I found a big difference in the way our skin felt. I stopped getting cracked fingers in the winter and um, it really made a big difference. So then I started looking um, and watching soap videos on how to make pretty soap. Cause I had seen this picture of this beautiful soap and I never had thought of soap as something beautiful. Um, so I started watching all these YouTube videos and I found this channel It's called Soap Queen and she has great videos from her, uh, beginners, intermediate, advanced. So I just did that and I really enjoy doing it, um, you know, trying all the different scents, the combinations um, of oils and butters. Um, I decided I would do vegan, so I don't have any lard or... Um, beeswax, no goat's milk or silk in my, um, in my soap. It's all food grade olive oil, um, coconut oil, I use shea butter, um, mango butter, um, mm-hmm. and a bunch of different combinations of that. Um, and so I started teaching myself and playing around and then I ended up that I had so much soap everywhere. Uh, because it takes so long, it has to cure. I had it all over the house, and then I was giving it to friends, and um, (laughs) I just didn't know what to do with it all. And then a friend of mine who has a local business said, well, why don't I sell it for you? And I had never thought about selling it. And I said, really? And she said, sure. So then there was a whole process of getting the labels made and designing a logo and thinking of a name. And um, so we did that, and then she started selling soap, and it really took off. So I did that for, you know, I just started with her store and worked out the kinks and then it just started growing by really word of mouth. And I started selling it at other stores around, um, around Rhode Island. And yeah. now I have it in a few other States. So it's really kind of grown and I was unexpected. Um, yeah. I love trying um, different techniques and um see, when I try a technique, I love making it my own, you know, using the technique, but then using my own, putting my own flair onto it. Um, I started dreaming about soap designs. I still do, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think of this soap design and run up, get, you know, get up and write down my idea. Um, Sometimes what I love about the soap making is that Um, it's all handmade. So while the recipe is an exact science, the artistic part of it is not. So every time I make something, it will come out slightly different. And, you know, the colors, I don't measure exact. I'll just kind of wing it. So, you know, sometimes it'll be a little brighter blue or, you know, the combinations will be slightly different. And I love that because you never know what you're going to get. Um, And sometimes I can't wait to just, um, you usually have to leave the soap in the mold for a a day or two. Um, Sometimes I just can't wait to cut it open (laughs) to see what it's going to look like inside. I'm just so excited. Um, So it's really just so much fun for me. And um, I think that soap should be beautiful. I just, I love that people say, oh, I love your soap. And Sometimes we'll say, I don't wanna use it. And I said, no, you have to use it because it'll make your skin feel so nice. And, yes. and I've learned about that too. You know, when I first started out, I had no idea how good homemade soap could be for your skin. Um, I didn't know anything. And so now I'm learning more and more about, you know, how a lot of the um, commercial mass produced soap has so many chemicals in it and you know, how bad they are. Mm-hmm. So I really try to, I, I do avoid all that. Um, and it makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah, for sure. Skin. Um, how did you, you said you took a class, right? And yes. So, so what kind of drew you to that class? Did you see, you know, I was,
1: for it or? I was on the computer one day and up popped this <laughs> pretty soap. And I was like, Wow. I didn't know soap could look like that. And so then I just thought, oh, let me just take a class. And my husband actually was going into New York City for work. So I decided to look up, you know, classes in New York City. Um, and I found one. And it was a woman who is a, um, an advanced soap maker. So she gave me lots of tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being when you soap, there's a lot of water. Or sometimes you can use other things like tea. I, I make beer soap. That looks like a cute little foaming thing of beer with a local beer um, yeah. company. Um, but the amount of liquid, it, when, when, you use the, um, when you make the soap, the amount of liquid um, determines how hard the bar is when you first cut it. And then as it cures, the liquid will evaporate. Some of the liquid will evaporate out. Um, and that's why people want to cure it, not only so the pH is right, but also so that the bar will become harder. Mm -hmm. Um, she taught us not to use that much liquid, um, so that your bar will get harder faster. You still have to cure it for the minimum four weeks, um, for the pH, but your bar will last longer that way, um. So this is what I did, but what I didn't realize was when she taught me this, that she was just doing a one color soap or no color soap. And when I'm trying to do all these intricate designs, not having that extra water means that the, the soap thickens up a lot faster. So yeah. I had to work really quick and it wasn't until a couple of years down the line that I realized, well, I can order, I could add more water to this and make it simpler. But at that point I had already mastered it. So, So my soap does um, a lot of people will just cure it to, to the four or six weeks. And because they use so much water, it'll be a lot softer. And mm-hmm. their soap may not last quite as long um, as mine will, because it's already has less water in it.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, okay. So is there any person, I guess this kind of ties in with this since you talked about all the tips you learned from the teacher of this class. Um, Is there any person that particularly influenced your artistic pursuit?
1: Well, there's so many wonderful soapers on YouTube um, that I just I love watching their videos. Um, There's so many people that are willing to share their techniques and their tips and I still watch them, you know, even though I've been making soap now for a while, um, because you could just learn so much and it's just so generous of people um, that they do, uh, share their skills and tips. Yeah.
0: Yeah. YouTube is so useful. You can literally find like any tutorial on there. It's awesome. Yes,
1: And I love always talking to people about, soap. whenever I travel, we travel a lot and whenever I do, I'm always, you know, want to talk to another soap maker and see what they do different and what their style is. And I'm always happy to, um, give tips to people on, You know, when they say, I I don't teach classes, but, you know, I'll I'll give them tips and tell them where they can watch, find out information or buy products or, you know, their supplies. That's awesome.
0: All right. So what motivates your art? Uh,
1: Everything, I think. (laughs) Sometimes I will see something and I'll just love the colors of it. So then I'll think, oh, I have to make a soap this color, this, with using these colors. Um, I just saw, um, I follow someone on Instagram and she's a baker and she just made this gorgeous cake. And I just said to her, I want to make a soap that looks like this cake. And Hmm. once I used, um, I follow a vegan smoothie maker and she does these artistic bowls, um, smoothie bowls. And I, I messaged her and said, you know, can I use your design to make soap? And she said, yes. And so then I made the design and then sent her some soap. And it was just fun. Yeah. Um, everything I love, you know, Rhode Island, of course, with the beaches and the oceans. So I'm always trying to do different um, beach themed soaps, which is probably, um, they're my biggest sellers because. People just love the beach. And of course, that's what they come to Rhode Island for. If you're a Rhode Islander, they're great gifts to give to someone as a reminder that it's handmade in Rhode Island and looks like the beautiful beaches here.
0: Yeah, that's awesome that you get to connect with people who do all different.
1: Yes. And then I grow, um, I I like to put... um, different things on my soap and so I started we have an organic little garden that we have and so I started growing the lavender so I can use the little lavender buds in um, in the soap or I'll sometimes I do wedding or um, favors uh, I'll put a little stalk of the lavender on there and then I grew the calendula um, in my garden and I'll use that on my soaps that's awesome
0: Oh, all right um so this this is kind of similar to the previous question but what inspires your art
1: I think just beautiful things Mm -hmm. really I've seen just the beautiful things around me and um I think that's it yeah just and I just love it I just I just love doing it I love the whole process of it I find it so soothing especially now when things have been so stressful being stuck in the house it's just been a lifesaver for me really um just to be able to go in there and think of a new design and I love when I get a new scent and try trying combinations of scents and it's just so re- rewarding and then when someone tells me you know, I'll get a message from a customer that, you know, their skin feels so much nicer, it helped their eczema or their psoriasis. And um, I just had a customer who wrote me and said that they were able to lower their daughter's medication because yeah. her psoriasis was so much better once she started using my soap. And then it makes me feel so good. Yeah. So now I'm working on a, a, a new line I'm trying to do of soaps um, that are using plant-based colorants. And I've been trying them out and perfecting them and giving them to all my friends and neighbors to, and family to try out so I can, you know, make them perfect. And I just love doing it.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Um, that's so cool that you have people messaging you about what it's done for them. That must uh, be The awesome.
1: first time I got a message, I was so excited. It just felt so good.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so what themes emerge from your art? and why you talked a little bit about the ocean. Um, You mentioned
1: smoothie bowls. Yes. I think, well, right now I've been working on one um, for summer. I have um, a couple places that are going to um, sell my soap that want um, like a a fruit and flower type theme. So I've been working on I've been working on the fruit and flowers for the summer, you know, trying to, I just made a soap that looks like an orange in the center. It was this difficult technique and trying to do that. And then um, a gardener's soap that had all kinds of exfoliates in it and flowers on top. And so I've been trying to do that. Um, Sometimes I've had customers who have asked me to um, design a line for them. Um, I've done that a few times and that's fun because they come with me with an, come to me with an idea and then ask me to, you know, design soaps for them. And I love doing that too, because that's always a challenge. And when I make soaps, it's of course, usually my style. So it's interesting and challenging for me when somebody else comes and if the style is different than mine, but you know, it'll be challenging for me, yeah. um, to make it in the vision that they want. And I just, I love doing that. Um, one of the things I did learn when I first started was that everybody has such different tastes and sense of smell. Um, you know, their skin is different. The water that they use with the soap is different. So it really affects, um, it it affects how the soap feels. And um, some people like a lot of lather, some people want it really creamy. I can ask, and I did this once, I asked 15 friends, I made soaps and I laid them out on the table and I said, okay, everybody vote for your three top favorite soaps. And there was not one soap that stood out. Everybody liked three different ones. And it was really interesting to me. that people had and they were all, you know, all of them were chosen, but everybody just has such different sense of smell and, and even what appeals to them as far as colors. Um, my soaps are designs are pretty, some of them are pretty intricate, but then like for the men's soap, they like a simpler um, design, which I have to say, sometimes I really like making men's <laughs> soap because they're so easy and they're usually only two or three colors um, which means that the cleanup is a lot, um, quicker, quicker. Sometimes I spend so much time just cleaning up after myself when I make, you don't realize when you look (laughs) at a design, um, if it has six or seven colors in it, how much prep that takes, you know, how many containers it takes.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so there is a lot of work to go into making soap that has designs and, um, at some point, you know, probably business wise, I should just be making simpler soaps, but I just love <laughs> making pretty soaps.
0: Yeah. Would you say that, is your style like more intricate soaps? What What do you think are some of the characteristics of your personal style?
1: Yes, I do, and um, it's just such a compliment to me when someone says your soap is beautiful, because like I said, I never thought of myself as an artist. Um, I guess when I started dreaming of soap, then I thought, maybe I am an artist. (laughs) There's all different ways. And it started later in life. You know, I was 50 when I started making soap. Who would have thought that you could end up having a a new career and do something at that age? Um, So it's been really fun. Yeah, I just love it. So I think my design, a lot of people like to give them for gifts. And, and, but of course, they want to use them too. But it's always nice to think that someone thinks my soap is pretty enough to give it as a, a gift.
0: Yeah. Um, That's awesome. All right. So kind of switching topics here. What obstacles have you faced in the pursuit of your
1: art? A few of them. One is space. Um, I started out making soap in my kitchen. Um, Right now I do have soap curing all over the house, Um, so I'm going to try to make, my husband's going to make for me a curing room so that once this pandemic is over and my children start coming back home to visit, they don't have to be in the room with soap everywhere. My house always smells great, Um, but right now there's soap in every nook and cranny. Um, so that space space has definitely been as I'm, as my business is growing an obstacle. I think also, like I said, on one hand, it's great that I do like to spend so much time on a design, but, um, it probably would be in, in a business sense better for me if I didn't do that. Um, you know, if I did a simpler design and cranked out way more soap, I just can't do it. <laughs> I just love making the pretty soap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Maybe packaging. Mm -hmm. Packaging is always an issue. I'm waiting for someone to come out with great biodegradable packaging that will show off my designs.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. So we talked about this a little bit. You said it's all over the house, but can you describe your workspace a little bit? Is it neat, messy, tools, lighting, when you work best?
1: All that Um, stuff. I I converted a room in my house, Um, it's very bright, I like bright, Um, it has a lot of stuff in there, Um, like I said, as I'm growing, I'm filling it with more and more things, Um, and usually when you walk in, there's just little soap, there's soap curing, there's soap packaged, Um, I'll have, like, I just made these cute little um, cherry blossom, Uh, that cherry blossoms I used it I'm teaching myself and it's wow I really give bakers (laughs) a lot of credit because making those using the piping tools and making the little tiny cherry blossoms I've been teaching myself and trying to perfect that so I right now I have those all over and I just made little cute little lobsters that are going to go on on a soap uh, for summer fun summer soap Mm -hmm. so I have those spread out all over so there's always some project In my room, that are you know, that are all over. Um, It's always clean because I make soap, but (laughs) sometimes it looks messy. Yeah,
0: that's great. All right, what is the ultimate goal for your art? What do you want it to be or mean to the audience?
1: Oh, I want it. Everyone to love it when they look at it. Know that love was put into it when it was made. I want them to, um, I want it to bring joy to them when they're using it, and I want them to have healthy skin as a benefit of using the soap, and that's my little mantra when I'm making soap. I always kind of say, love, joy, healthy skin. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's That's what I want.
0: You said your soaps are sold in some stores. Do you want to mention which ones they're at, or kind of how that
1: came to be? Oh, sure. The first store, I would love to do that to help the local artists. The first um, store was Frills at the Umbrella Factory. Um, she's a friend of mine, and she was the one that really encouraged me to start selling it. So thanks to her, I have this nice little business um, in Charlestown, um, Mills Creek, um, artisan shop. She uh, she sells lots of um Art, art from people all over Rhode Island um, serendipity in Wickford um, they sell uh, and she does she's got a cute little store with again she supports all the local artists I try to choose stores that um, support local artists mm-hmm. so those are the, a few I have yeah. other ones too but yeah do lots of business with them
0: All right, last question. Is there anything else that you think is important to know? This can be about you, about your business, anything at all.
1: Just the benefits of using homemade soap with natural ingredients. And it really does make, and I don't think a lot of people realize that, how much a difference a good homemade soap can make on your skin. Um, And always use a soap saver.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, so those are all of the questions. Thank you so much for being with us here today.